This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by Ambient Noise. Your Daily Lex. It's Tuesday, it's April 15th, it's tax day, and taxes are boring, so let's not talk about them. So yesterday, I recorded an episode outside. It was a little bit shorter than normal. And then when I was doing the uh, 12 seconds of editing that I do for each episode, I failed to put the uh, the closing theme song, the Lex, if you will, uh, up against the end of the show. So it came at around the five-minute mark, which meant that there was, I don't know, a minute and a half of silence at the end of the podcast. Uh, the question becomes, was that an intentional editing error? Uh, and at least the answer is no, not consciously. But I... I was unclear on whether to admit that because it's really, really funny to me that I did it. Mostly because I know there is a a class of listener, uh, a beloved class of listener, I should say, because I'm totally appreciative of of you, whoever you are, uh, who will, who did listen to that episode in its entirety. Listen to that 90 seconds of silence, especially because I had talked about, uh, you know, how long a, a, a pause can be before it's too awkward. And there's people who listen to see what's going to happen is, you know, well, this is, this is clearly too long away now. This must be a mistake, but there's still so much time left. What's going on? And, you know, there's people who waited it out and then heard it at the end, you know, the Lex do, 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 do. And the fact that it was, you know, a totally anticlimactic punchline, uh, brings it around and makes it funny to me again. So I do apologize for, uh, the Monday episodes editing error, but I'm also incredibly amused by it, and I, I don't want to lie to you. While I'm in Tucson visiting my parents, I've been working in my dad's office, my dad's office in his house, uh, which also has his entertainment center set up. And there's a rug in this room that I'm sitting in right now, and the rug is adjacent to the uh, one wall of the room, but it's not centered in the room. And so you look at it, if you're me, and you say, why is this rug not centered in the room? And then eventually you realize, ah, it is directly in front of the couch, which is also not centered in the room. Then you say, well, why is the couch not centered in the room? And you realize, well, the couch isn't centered in the room because the desk wants to have room for you to walk through and use the desk chair so that the couch has to be a little bit off-center. And... Uh, why you decide that the rug has to be directly in front of the couch and not centered, I don't know. I think it's debatable. I understand the argument. It's like you want your feet to rest on the comfy, cool rug and not on the, you know, cooler tile floor. I get it. But uh, it does, at least in my case, cause some amount of puzzling. And since I had to puzzle over it, you got to hear about it. While we're mentioning rugs, I should point out that every time I've said the word rug in this episode, inclusive of this sentence... I have to think about which is a rug and which is a carpet, and the only way I can remember which word is which is by thinking about wall-to-wall carpeting, which is a phrase that I know, and then I know, well, if it's wall-to-wall, then it's not a rug, it's the thing that, you know, they put in, but I'm very bad at telling those words apart. I have similar difficulty with stoves and ovens. I come by that difficulty honestly, since my mom also does not know the difference between stoves and ovens and uses them interchangeably. When I want to really get it right, in that case, the mnemonic device phrase that I rely on is stovetop stuffing. And since stovetop, aha, it's on the top, so I know which part's the stove and which part's the oven. Uh, I can't be the only person who's got common language, common English words that they confuse. So if you have embarrassing word confusions, I'd love to hear them, hear about them. (laughs) 
I'd love to hear at them. I can use at and about also. I've never been good at prepositions to start with A. But tweet at me, at LexFry, L-E-X-F-R-I, with the words that you constantly mix up. And I'm not talking about, you know, complicated words that, you know, are harder to remember. Infer, imply, I guess, would be an example there. But I'm just, you know, common nouns that people, most people know separately and that you don't. Because I don't want to feel like I'm all alone. And if nobody tweets at me, I will feel like a gigantic idiot. And you wouldn't want that, would you? Lex. Lex.